Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. It'll be Thursday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, you can check me out on Drive later today from 4pm alongside the sneaker freak. Oh, I've hurt my foot. Darren Ben. Now, we start off the podcasty thing by looking ahead to Anthony Joshua's return to the ring as he takes on Jermaine Franklin. It's Saturday night and it's live on TalkSport. The former two-time unified world champion sat down with TalkSport's Gareth A. Davis and explained why we're going to see the best version of him once again this weekend. That's, of course, Joshua, not Gareth A. Davis. Rhythm and flow. Rhythm and flow. Um, Once you're in that flow state, your rhythm's there, you put your shots together... As a big person and stuff, and quite chiselled, it's not just about power punching. It's about picking your shots and putting them together. And I just want to have fun in there. You know, do it for me. Do it, represent my coach well. The good thing is I really feel conditioned enough to do the 12 rounds at a good rate, at a good pace. And I want to thank my team as well. My team that's been with me in training camp that really, like, pushed me. Um, Cena and Ben stay with me in training camp. Like, they really, like, worked tirelessly to kind of get all the data and information punch stats and work rate all that and I like the numbers I'm seeing and it gives me confidence in in what I'm going to be doing statement on Saturday night statement Anthony I think I think look when we look back I've never made that reference I'm going to make a statement you normally pick the round for me you know okay you've only been wrong once okay we're with Jermaine if I'm I think around 10 okay I think around 10 yeah, he's a tough old cookie. Boxing's a tough game. And uh, the worst thing you want to do is question yourself in a fight. So I was just putting in the work, really, like I always have. The biggest fights in the world can't get made. It wouldn't happen in any other sport. Why does it happen in boxing? Well, <clears throat> Is it greed? Is it egos? Is it money? Uh, what is it? What is it? Well, there's an element. Everyone's different. But I feel like in this situation, um, when you look at what you've been through to get to where you are, as I said, boxing's a serious game. It's tough. When it comes down to sitting on the table with someone, you're thinking, like, I'll be real, you don't even deserve a fraction of what I'm offering you. Like, you, ain't, you ain't been through what I've been through to get in this position, and now you're here, you think you're just going to come and... It's about the pie. You've got your price, then, is what you're saying. Yeah, you've, you've got, got your price. But, yeah, but you've got your pride. As well. Yeah. Well, I think that's money and ego. Yeah, they go hand in hand, and like, everyone's like, oh, I'm a Spartan, I'm a this. Why do, why do Spartans go to war? To conquer land, to feed, to eat, to feast. 
and this is your time to feast. So I think that has a part to play. I don't think anyone's scared. I think that's crazy. I think fighters are far from scared, but I do feel like there's a lot of like pride on the table and that pride that one has is needed to be at the top of the fight game. Now, Joshua's promoter, Eddie Hearn, joined my Drive Time show yesterday and said he's intrigued to see how his fighter gets on at the O2 Arena. I think that, you know, for this fight, there'll be more people nervous for this fight than any other AJ fight because we, the truth is we just don't know. We don't know where he's at physically and mentally. It looks great, always looks great, right? You know, we don't know how good the chin is. We don't know how good the engine is. We don't, there's so many unanswered questions. And, and you're up against an American fighter who's very well-schooled who has a chance to change his life. And AJ mustn't let him get momentum in this fight. He's got to hit him hard and fast early and take him out. Now, despite criticism that he's not worthy of a fight of this calibre, AJ's opponent, Jermaine Franklin, believes he can cause an upset on Saturday night. In the beginning, I've just been on a little health journey, so, you know, um, changed my eating habits, changed stuff I was consuming, body, body weight just started falling off, you know. Um, but we have more time to prepare for this fight, so um, I'm more ready, I'm more in shape, I'm just ready to let the fireworks go. I'm just a huge fan of the sport, you know. Uh, I watch a lot of boxing, so, you know, uh, I, watched, I watched AJ fights way before we even, you know, had this opportunity or, or thought it was possible, you know. Uh, I'm just a huge fan of the sport, but... Yeah, my confidence is always great. Um, I think you're in the wrong business if you if you don't truly believe in yourself. It's not the right game for you. So um, you always have to have the extreme utmost confidence in yourself. And, you know, you just have to put the faith in the works behind you. And Adam Catchall will bring you the coverage of the fight from 9pm on Saturday evening. It's live on TalkSport. That's 9pm on Saturday night. Now, moving away from boxing, and it goes from bad to worse for Spurs as their director of football, Fabio Paratici, had his ban extended by FIFA yesterday, just a few days after Antonio Conte got the boot. Can't hear us that there is the owner and never won something. But why? Tottenham, 3-1 up and cruising. I've been pegged back in stoppage time. It's time to change the situation if Tottenham wants to change. He was just begging to get sacked. You know, the players are playing and they're not really fighting for him. It's a mountain to climb staying in the top four with the fixtures I've seen Tottenham got. 2019 Poch said, if you want to have a lovely house, maybe need better furniture. Um, Jose, Spurs have problems. I cannot resolve myself. That's in 2021. They're all saying the same things. They're talking about the culture at the football club. Christian Stellini will take the reins till the end of the season. I would choose Nagelsmann if he would come. I'm not convinced that is necessarily the case. Although I, th I think the fit is fantastic. Before it's get any chance to get better at Tottenham, it's just got worse. Fabio Paratici, uh, Tottenham's manager and director of football. Uh, he's going to have to step aside from his job yeah. in the meantime because of the FIFA ban on him. This has really annoyed me. I just, I just, I'm, I'm well, kind of. Well, you, um, they are trying our patience. Since the the sacking of of Maurizio Pochettino, nearly every decision they need to have made has been not only has it been wrong, but they've also been contrary to Daniel Levy's public statements. And this is where the tension is coming. When it all goes wrong. Former Spurs gaffer Tim Sherwood explained to me on Drive where it's all gone wrong for his former club. Yeah, it don't look good. I mean, obviously the fans are feeling it more than anyone. You know, it's uh, you know your club is becoming a laughing stock. Is it? it? Are Spurs becoming a laughing stock? Yeah, and they shouldn't be because finished fourth last year in a very competitive league. 
still fourth this year. There's a few teams just behind with games in hand. We know all about that. Um, but they're in a decent position. It's because they haven't won a trophy again. And and likes of Arsenal and the Chelsea's and all the local teams, you know, they they shove it down the Tottenham fans' throats. You know, they they need to start winning something and or or start producing some players. You know, their, their recruitment's been very very poor and they can't seem to recruit a manager or or can last. Not only players, the scattergun approach regarding the players, what they're investing in, um, and it looks like they can't even pick a sporting director. You know, they should have done a due diligence on this guy. You know, it's it's, it's historic what we're talking about here. Um, the misdemeanors, what Paratici's had. So they, they should have known about this. Well, let me ask you then, you're of course a former player and a manager mm-hmm. of Spurs. Mm-hmm. What do you think the Tottenham fans want from their team? Um, I think they, first and foremost, the Tottenham fans, we know what they're historically, uh, what they want. They want to win. They want to win. It's been far too long, but they, they demand a certain style of play, um, how the team plays. And it's just, it doesn't have to be that sophisticated it's just on the front foot and have a go and try and win games and not just set out just to draw games and see if you can nick it on the break now they would suffer um, playing horrendous football it's not been a pretty watch with certainly with Jose Mourinho and Nuno and, mm. and Conte um, but when the teams were winning and they were top of the league with Jose Mourinho no one was saying anything you know because it was well we can sacrifice that because we're winning games um, and he's absolutely right but when it all goes wrong and they start losing games and everyone just points at the style of what they're getting entertained they're paying a lot of money for their tickets um, and, it, and it's not working out so I think what they want is an identity to their football club now they look down the road at Arsenal and they see a host of top draw young players coming through their academy and a recruitment which seems to have been correct over the last few seasons. Now Chelsea returned from the international break with a home game against Aston Villa on Saturday. Their midfielder Ruben Loftus-Cheek has been speaking to Laura Woods and even confessed a little secret to her. We've got massive respect for Graham Potter and we all believe he's a good manager. We started really well with him. We had a difficult patch, but now we're starting to play better football. And I think through that difficult patch, we all stuck together and was was behind him 100%. There were some journalists that were almost wanting him to be more angry and, and wanting that side to come out in him. But do you think he's kind of got enough of a mix of all sorts of emotions? Is he any different to previous managers? And, and if so, how? He is different. All, all managers are different. I've had some managers that scream and <laughs> shout at half-time and, and managers who are a lot more calmer and cooler. And, and Graham's, you know, a lot more on the calmer side. Um, but he does have his, his moments when he gets angry. Of course he does. But it's just, it's just different personalities. It doesn't mean a manager is better than the other because he gets more angry. It's just how he is, you know, and we, we accept that as players. Antonio Conte has been sent off at the final whistle here. We were talking to Ashley Young on the breakfast show the other day and he obviously played under him, won the league under him over in Italy. And I asked him if he was surprised that he had the outburst that he did with the media the other day. And Ashley said, no, not surprised. He used to do that all the time. That's just him. Is that him in your experience as well? Yeah, he had no. He has his moments, um, but, but most of the time he's he's cool. He's he's calm and collected. That's a good way of describing him: cool, calm, and collected. Down the uh, right hand side of the area for Havertz, who can't get defensive crossing. It's volleyed in though from the edge of the penalty area. What a strike that is by Ruben Loftus-Cheek! 
you're very adaptable. Like we see you play throughout your career so many different positions. Like if it's more of a defensive position or more advanced or right wing back, a second striker as well that we've seen you in the past. Sometimes people almost say like that can be a real blessing to be that adaptable, but it can also be a bit of a curse because you're almost wanting to have one position to, to shine and to grow in. Which one do you see it as? Sometimes it's, you know, you just want to play one position, but if I can play these positions well, you know, more likely you're, you're going to be the one to, to fill in if needed, uh, which, I'm, which I'm happy to do. But of course, you know, you want to play in one position as much as you can to get a feel for it. And I feel like you improve more if you keep playing in the same position. So, But I'm, I'm happy to, to play, you know, to do a job if we need in, in positions elsewhere. Which position would you say you're at your best? Uh, number eight, where I can, I can get in the box and help attack and create, but also, you know, help, you know, defend in, in, our, in our box. We're going to ask everyone this question this week. Anthony Joshua basically was asked by a bunch of kids who his celebrity crushes, and he said, Beyonce, who's yours? Uh, Laura Woods. <laughs> So head to B-O-L-L and branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. And Loftus-Cheek's teammate Mason Mount has been linked with a reunion with his former Chelsea manager Thomas Tuchel at Bayern Munich. Danny Murphy had his take on the situation during the White and Jordan show. Well, I think he's obviously an admirer. I think people are putting two and two together and making five in terms of thinking he's walked into Munich and a day or two, two late, days later he's dictating who he wants through the door. I mean, let that, let that play out. I think that's just journalists being clever. But, yeah, but, yeah, but it fits but, the, the, the thread of the story here that Chelsea are going to have to get rid of some of yes, their yeah, younger players absolutely, in an effort to balance out FFP regulations. With Mason Mount, there are going to be there are takers. I, I understand there's going to be takers, that's for sure. I mean, you're talking about getting him cheaper than you would have to. He's a terrific player. Big, I'm a big fan of Mason Mount. I find it a little bit unfair that... I mean, the criticism this season is fine because he's, he's had a poor time, as is the team. But two out of the last three seasons, he's been player of the year at Chelsea. He's played in five finals. Man City are possibly one of the only clubs who aren't in for him. I think he gets in Liverpool's team. I think he gets in United's team. He'd get really good game time at Arsenal, depending 
on how Xhaka and party stay fit, don't stay fit. He could play in the more attacking midfielder or play wide. I think he's more worried about if he's not going to play regularly, how does he build up the form again to get back into the England side and then win things if you're not playing? You know who wants to win things from the bench? Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. I'm back at 4pm today alongside the Sneaker Freak. Make sure you join me on Drive for that. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. At TalkSport, we absolutely love it when our fans get stuck in. That's why we want you to join us in the dugout a brilliant new TalkSport listener community. It's a place where you can tell us what sports you're into and who your favourite teams are. And tell us what you think we could do better, like big guests and new sports and that. You could win an Amazon voucher for taking part. What are you waiting for? Visit talksport.com dugout and get stuck in. 18 plus, terms and conditions apply.